Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Oh, we're on. That's your cue. That's my cue. I was was just, uh, my God, hello, everyone. Meet the Movie Press is here. Happy Friday. Merry Christmas. We are live. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to say happy holidays, Mark. All right, happy holidays. Because it's happy Hanukkah. So That's right, happy Hanukkah to, 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 my, to my fellow Jewish friends out there, including you, my friend. Yes, Jeff Snyder, uh, film reporter, rap.com. And uh, Mark Riley, at, uh, editor-in-chief at schmoesno.com. We have a hell of a show. I am so excited. We're live. Look at this. It's, look at these comments. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yes, we're doing top ten list, guys. Uh, I already see you chiming in. It makes me happy. Um, it's so happy that I wore my... I, my holiday shirt. It's, uh, was, it's well, very festive of you. It's festive. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's uh, it says, uh, "Don't stop believing" with a picture of Santa Claus. There's um, they celebrate like the Fourth of July in this movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so guys, we are live. We are going to be doing top ten list. Uh, Jeff has his top ten. I have mine. I've been thinking about it like all week. Yeah, and I I did a I did just I caught up on so many movies this past week. I mean, I just went and saw. So many movies that I needed to see, and I know I'm I'm pretty behind uh, compared to my colleagues who do this every day, and uh, I catch I catch up late. Did you see Leviathan? Did you walk on the Sony lot last night like I did and, and see Leviathan? No, I I did not. Uh, the, we need to talk about that first. I want to give a shout out though. Uh, Drew McWeeny at Hitfix was supposed to be our guest today, and the guy has a stomach flu. He he just contacted me. So hey, Schmoville, everyone who's watching Meet the Movie Press, why don't you just tweet out Drew at Hitfix and wish him well. Give him a little uh, the feel better, dude. Uh, we were really looking forward to having him. I mean, he's one of the 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 end all be alls of these. Uh, we'll get him on one day. Folks. Yeah, we're gonna get soon. him on soon. Uh, we we've already talked about the next time. So next year we're gonna do it because uh, this is the last show of the of the year. Wow. It is. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah. what a year it's been. It's been a crazy year and uh f- what what is so what's more crazy than the interview? I mean, that's the, we, that's what we have to talk about, folks. We, uh, this week, Sony, you know, decided to, to pull the movie. Really, yeah. you know, it was the National Theaters, uh, National Association of Theater Owners, that uh, said that they weren't going to play the movie. So yep. it's like, well, if you're not going to play the movie, we're not going to release the movie. Yeah. Um, and really, it was the other studios probably leaning on NATO, being like, "We can't afford to have this. Don't make everyone suffer." Yeah, you know, uh, don't punish us for having the interview out there. So yeah, that and that's that's interesting. A lot of people are saying, you know, we we bow down to the terrorists. Uh, that you know, it it's it's really it's it's such a gray area, guys. We talked about it on the main show last night. The liabilities can Napsock the pit boss who's in security. Right. And has been doing this for years, as well as his entertainment career. Um, he, you know, he brought up something that I was saying, and that's like, there's these wackadoodles out there, copycats that might try to pull something. It might, it's, it's, look, no credible threat. That's what the FBI said. But what if there is a wackadoodle down the street that says, oh, you know what? I'm going to get in on this action. It's, it, it's not even about the threat and how credible it was. Yeah. It, I think it's just, 
you can't have people scared to go to the movies and people were scared. You know, this, this hacking thing was scary yeah. and it showed North Korea has certain capabilities yeah. and people don't want to take that risk. And honestly, it's not worth it. It's not worth, God forbid, what if something happened yeah. because Sony was defiant and we're putting the interview out anyways. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like a character in, in one of its movies where we don't negotiate with terrorists. America doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Right. Like if, if something had happened in that theater, we would all be singing a different tune and be like, how could Sony have put this movie out exactly knowing knowing that there was a threat like exactly. it had to go sony made the right decision the theater owners made, uh, made the right decision i agree and again folks this movie's going to come out you will see it one day it is not going to disappear that much i promise you yeah um you just got to be patient so you're saying okay because guys sony is releasing these statements and and so far they're saying no plans for dvd vod Anything like that. I know that there's a cause going out there that they want it released online for free. That's tough. <laughs> That's really tough. They're taking a, what I read, a 75 million bath on this right now. And, uh, at least, at least. I mean, yeah. And obviously the hacking scandal itself, that, that is going to take hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to recover from. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the interview may, may have lost 75 million right now, but again, this movie's going to come out, and it's going to be way bigger than it ever would have been. Absolutely. It, it will. People want to see this. They want to see what the controversy is. I know personal friends and colleagues that have seen it, and they're like, yeah, it's it's okay. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's not one of those uh, comedies, or, or it is a comedy, right? And it's just coming and out. It's and it's very funny. Yeah. And and again, I think we talked about it last week. It has some really positive things, I think, to say about North Korea as well. Wow. Okay. I mean, Seth Rogen has a great romance with uh, you right. know, North, Diana Bang with Sook. And uh, and speaking of whom, <laughs> this poor girl. Yeah. Okay. She is ready to make her big debut in the interview. She's great in the movie. Yeah. And now nobody can see it. Like Seth Rogen and James Franco, they're going to get work. Yeah. This girl, Diana Bang, kind of got screwed the most. Yeah. It's really sad. I mean, there's so much collateral damage uh, uh, around this this movie. I mean, you, you, you think of it's a year's worth of work that's not being shown. It's 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 these actors, like you said, who's not getting it. And then I even think about the, the hack itself and Sony and what are these employees' social security numbers out there? I mean, what oh, if that turns terrible. into something bad? I mean, it's, this – it is no I, again. People, their credits going down. Yep. Um, people are have, you know, people are opening credit cards in other people's names yep. and stuff. It is it's crazy. And, and right now, Sony's offering. I think it's like one year of identity protection or something like that. Yeah. That's it. Like this is going to have ramifications for way more than a year. Would you say that this whole thing, <laughs> the the hack that's led to the release documents, the emails, the the movie. The tidbits that people are talking about all the way through the interview getting pulled that this has changed the Hollywood landscape. Absolutely. Yep. The, the town will definitely change from this. I think you'll, you're not going to, the emailing is definitely going to, to change. Yeah. They're not oh, going to yeah. stop using email, but the way that it's used and, and, you know, the conversations people have, I think will definitely change. Yeah. And, and is it true? I've heard that people are going back to facts and, and, <laughs> and like taking more personal meetings and, <laughs> You know, I, I was saying something though, like even if they take a personal meeting, they could like Donald Sterling that, you know, they could record something and sure. then release it. I mean, this is an interesting, oh, it, it just blows my mind. <laughs> this is, this world has changed and technology has done it. And it, here we are. And, uh, Farachi tweeted out something that I, I tend to agree with when I, I don't normally agree with him, but it, this is our first cyber war. Wouldn't you say? I kind of agree with that. Yeah. 
If this it, is this is a new frontier. This is a new frontier. And guys, think about that. I mean, they've talked about this in movies for the past 20 and, years. And, and Cyber like, war. Who are the soldiers? You know? Yeah. It's, hackers are being hackers. like drafted. Uh, and, and, and speaking of which, let's get, bring it back to movies real quick. Sure. Um, I'll give the folks out there a little tease. This movie, Black Hat. Yeah. With Chris Emsworth. Oh, yeah. I may have seen it. Yeah. It may not be very good. It, okay. May or man. Okay. I can, I can read through that. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, folks. <laughs> little wooden. Should, shouldn't have dropped the hammer. Bit of a one trick pony. Oh. Uh, I, he was really good in Rush. Let me asterisk. Yeah. But yeah. He, yeah. He was fantastic. I'm not going to get into too much. Um, but yeah, not, not lower your expectations on, on that one. Unfortunately, uh, and we all love Michael Mann, but yeah, you know, I love Michael Mann. Yeah. I, and misfire. I've heard that. And, and maybe he, he'll be great in Heart of the Ocean. Maybe he'll come back around. In the, oh, uh, Hemsworth? Hemsworth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that looks great. I, I think it looks great, and I think maybe maybe th- those are the roles for him rather than Black Hat, right? Maybe. I think he was miscast to start with, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, it, just the whole movie is uninspiring. Not good. Oh, okay. Mm. Well. It's January. January release. Read into that what you oh, want. Oh, there you go. We'll, 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 we'll the, say no more. The, the, the dump, the, the, the garbage dump of the movie uh, season is January, usually. I know we're getting we're, they're pushing it back a little bit. Like it's usually January through March, but then, but yeah. So so the, the interview, um, horrible situation all around. It is a dangerous precedent when when you have you know uh, a hostile country and its crazy dictator uh, dicta- you know, telling us what we can see as Americans. Yeah, and and just the idea of a, just saying nine eleven style attack. On a movie theater, which people have obviously thought about in, in ever since 9-11, I remember being in Hellboy, and the popcorn caught on fire mm-hmm. outside in the lobby, and the alarms came on, and I literally went, terrorist? Right. Like, I, it just – it's just now it's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Yeah, once you invoke uh, something like 9-11 <sighs> – people – it's an easy way to push people's buttons um, and to ensure that, yeah, everyone, everyone steers clears of theaters. Yeah. That I, was a – that's a tongue twister. It, well, yeah, but I mean, you you brought up the, this point, which is absolutely true. It's like it's not only affecting the interview. It's I know the interview caused it, but think of the other movies that are at theaters on Christmas that people want to see. Like somebody, yeah, Hollywood can't have that. No, no, and and I don't want that. I mean, like people did say, "Are you scared to go to the movie on Christmas?" If if the interview's out there, and the answer usually is yes. What if you're with your kids? And again. Even it may not have been credible, it probably wasn't. But, yeah. but you can't take the chances, particularly in L.A. And right. That's what. That's another thing I wanted to make clear. Um, the decision making here is coming either if it's not coming out of Japan, it's coming out of L.A. And yeah. that is the the most susceptible city, I, as far uh, as I'm concerned, just in 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 terms of its proximation to North Korea. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I've you know people have I've seen news where they're like, oh, you know, but they don't have the. Uh, you know, air-to-air missiles or whatever they're called to, to hit from North Korea to, to L.A. It's not really about that, I think. And people are like, well, I don't think there's any North Korean troops on the ground to, to pull off maybe a terrorist act. How do we know that? Do yeah. we know you that? Can't, can't take the chance. It's wise to delay it. it. There's just too much heat right now. So yeah. let it cool down. Let it, give the FBI it, you know some time to investigate and to try and catch these people uh, and bring them to justice. And, and then we will get the movie. Yeah. I don't even think you'll have to wait more than a year. I, I agree. I, it's it's going to come out some way. Yeah. Uh, maybe VOD. I don't know. I think maybe we still have a shot at the theater but if it. What if was, they can figure it out? What was depressing for me this week is is though 
you know, now it had, now it's having waves in the development community. You know, it's, it's yep. ha- having that effect. So new Regency pulled the plug on the Steve Carell movie Pyongyang, which yep. I learned how to pronounce this week. Oh, good. Yeah. I was wondering, <laughs> I was hoping you would pronounce it. Pyongyang. <laughs> Pyongyang. Um, okay. and probably a wise move because to be just completely honest, movie didn't sound that good. Okay. Uh, what was it about? It's, it's based, it's based on like a, a graphic novel. It's sort of like this darkly comic thing, a Westerner who goes, who spent a couple months in North Korea. Okay. And just, ha- you know, his experiences. And I think that they were going to try and turn it into like a bit of a paranoid thriller where people think that this guy is like a spy of some kind. Okay. And he's like, oh, you know. Okay. Um, so I think it was, I think it was it was a weird decision because you wouldn't see that movie until 2016. It wasn't going to shoot until March, right? Um, and you'd think that you'd hope that all this would blow over by then, right? Um, and it just showed it like a lack of spine. Uh, I thought over at New Regency, yeah. Um, and that's again the, the this is the fallout, guys. The, man, it's like you have a 9/11 threat and and hacks and emails and it's all North Korea and everybody's talking about that. They're, they're going to go down the list. Anything with North Korea, and it's, it's going to get bumped from development, I feel like. Right, and and that is dangerous because you need to be able to tell those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think George Clooney and, and, and Hollywood is very concerned in general with the chilling effect, um, which is... <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking, Mark. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> is... Ch- chilling effect, which is... What? That... that I, I look at it this way. I totally just uh, lost No, it. that's okay. I mean, I look at it this way. We'll do it live. We do, yeah, and we're doing it live, and Jeff Snyder blanked. But that's okay. I'm blanking now, too. I'm just filling. No, I look at it this way. Is that North Korea, maybe it's... it's it, the chilling effect, okay? It's oh, like, you got it. it okay. I got it. I got it. Like, okay, if people are, you know, uh, writing movies about Al-Qaeda or ISIS, and, and then we have, you know, one of those terrorist threats, are those movies going to start to dry up? Are we only going to start seeing, like, these safe, friendly blockbuster movies, um, you know, w- with a bunch of fictionalized countries as villains and things like that? You can't you, – you just can't operate like that. Yeah, and, and it's interesting to, to think about it that way, I mean, because we've had these movies about – well, the war in, in Iraq, and we've had the 9-11 movies, like I think of The Hurt Locker, and then Zero Dark Thirty and all these things. But what seems to be different for me is like when we think of al-Qaeda or ISIS, they're all – they're terrorists, but they, they, they're not like a, a world leader. They're not like a country that has been threatening us with nuclear war for the past five years or however long. North Korea is scary to me, and they're, they're – uh, a big, big enough country to have an army. They, they seem like a country that just can't be reasoned with. Right. Like, it's even difficult to communicate with them. It's yes. not like Germany or Russia or China, you know, whoever it may be. Right, right. Um, this this is a different beast because Al-Qaeda or ISIS, you don't know where they're coming from. They're, they could be coming in planes on a sunny Tuesday 9-11 style. Or they could come at you with a bomb at the Boston yeah, Marathon. Yeah, we'll steer back towards movies. I mean, I don't want to get too political. I know, I, just, I, I know. Um, I will get political if I'm not careful, so. Yeah. Um, an unfortunate situation, one I hope uh, gets resolved yeah, soon. Yeah, I, I just think, um, you know, a lot of people, I know you're saying freedom of speech. We should have that out there. But again, you got to think of these movie theaters and the company of Sony is like, they're not America. It's like America doesn't do terrorism or deal with terrorists, but... These guys, like the collateral, if something were to happen, it's going to go all back to the movie industry. It will affect the movie industry even more. 
mm-hmm. if something bad happened. I, I think in, in Eastern culture, too, there's a particular thing with honor. And, yeah. and this movie kind of attacks uh, Kim Jong-un's honor, um, and it humiliates him. And that's sort of what he, you know, the North Korean hackers have done in turn to Hollywood is that they've embarrassed Hollywood. They've humiliated Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, but I think... Hollywood will will recover. Yeah, there, absolutely. There are certainly some relationships that have been damaged. Sure. Um, but people realize it's a business, and, and people get talked about like commodities. Well, it, there's another point. Uh, the the Christmas gift that the hackers promised. Oh, More yeah. interesting things maybe that they found. No Hanukkah gift, huh? No Hanukkah. No. Not thinking of me, huh? North yeah, Korean no, hackers? no Hanukkah gifts, guys. Come on, North Korea. You have eight days. Happy holidays. Eight days of gifts. <laughs> We have a holiday gift. For I don't you? know what they're, you know, obviously alluding to. Maybe they'll put the movie out themselves. Yeah, right? I don't think so. But. They, they recut it. <laughs> they're like all they wanted was to just recut it. They had notes. <laughs> that's awful. But uh, no, I'm not meaning funny. to make is... light of it. But you know what? I think we should. Try you have to... to have moments of levity in times. Like Absolutely. This. I think we just need to be positive that 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 the, the FBI is working with this. They're going to get the guys. Go to the movies. Go to the movies on Christmas. I'm going to go to the movies on Christmas. There's so many good movies out there that you need to see. We're going to get to those top ten lists later. But I, um, I just want to look at the, some of these comments. Let's go to the comments. So, so Dalton Johnson, Black Hat seems so timely. Uh, how many articles are you going to read that says Black Hat's timely? Yeah. Let me tell you, this movie is creaky. Is it? <laughs> it is not timely. Yeah. Uh, it feels like no. it's no not much different than the net. Okay. So and, and, yeah. it's just more more the usual. Listen, like, it's a it's a coincidence. It is, you know, it, it, having this happen does not make a movie timely. I think. Okay, I yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it depends on the. the I mean, yes, it's about the uh, uh, hacking, right? So or it's it's a nice coincidence, and yeah, I think it will probably will help Universal drive business. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, I was excited for this movie. I think it's like a, a good idea for a movie. It's my uh, I don't blame them for making it or anybody for making it. I just don't think it was particularly well executed. There you go, and that's just a uh, the stakes were a little low for me. Okay, and it's it's unfortunate because it's Michael Mann and and Chris Hemsworth, who I love. I mean, he's Thor, man. He's Thor, baby. I love him. But yeah, these guys, these comments are awesome. Keep them coming. Well, should the interview go straight to VOD? I I'm still hoping for a theatrical. Um, I I think that if if all else fails, yeah, go VOD. You you will people will see it. But here's the thing: people are like, why isn't it going to VOD? Why isn't it going to VOD? Yeah, uh, you'd think that VOD would love to have it. Nobody's stepping up with these VOD offers, guys, because cable companies still have offices too. Yeah, right. You know, like, yeah. The, the, I think there's. You're, you're so right. There's going to be some time that they're yeah, going to have to, People want to let this cool down. And that's why Sony's it. like, there's no immediate, there's no plans for the future. And people are like, it's, it's, it's going to be gone indefinitely. No, it's not. No. They yeah. just don't want to be commit to something. The media is like, commit to something. Commit, you know, we need answers. And I, I think they don't have the answers yet. Give yeah, them time. I, I think that everybody just needs to take a breath. Just take a step back. Let the authorities do what they need to do. And then kind of revisit after the new year. Have a good Christmas and have a good Hanukkah. Have a good holiday and just... Just forget it, hopefully, if you can. And then maybe they'll I, – I, I think VOD is absolutely an option that they, they could do. But you said it. That it's like these VOD companies have offices. All right. And, I, and I, as I, I tweeted it last night too, just release the movie on SonyPictures.com. Well, I don't understand this iTunes, Netflix, whatever. You have a website. Just yeah. use your own website and do the same thing Louis C.K. did or Radiohead did, and you charge five bucks or you say pay what you can. That's a great idea. I think they would make 
a lot of money because one, and, I think people want to see and it. You might as well experiment on the distribution strategy with this. You're already prepared to take a sixty to seventy five million loss, as we saw Deadline and Variety fighting over last night in the most rid- ridiculous spat I've seen in ages. Oh, really? Can we oh, get into Fleming, that? Fleming, I- Fleming wrote an article that was like calling out Variety for stealing a conference room. Uh, you know, in the middle of because they share office space. Oh, that's right. So they it was do. Like we were having our weekly editorial. Oh my god, it was just like. Pfft. Be quiet. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Dalton Johnson said, no, I'm not going to read Dalton. I don't want to – it's not a stupid comment, dude. Uh, that's all I'll say. Uh, it, it's just – Oh, it's, yeah, not a stupid comment he, at all, he, dude. I, you know, you we, can't say anything stupid here, guys. No, no. We have, I mean, it's just – it's our opinions, and we just happen to be pretty thick in this. So it's like we, we those experiences Dalton, will – Yeah, Dalton, you're going to see a lot of smart people say that that movie's timely. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. You're not, you're not alone in thinking that. I just – I particularly felt like it is a coincidence. It's a coincidence because he's, he's seen it. That's that's why he can go, this is why I think this. So, yeah. no, man, thanks for commenting, Dalton. You, you're awesome yeah. for jumping in here. So, um, yeah, but, God, look at this. Uh, Sony took the movie's image off their website. For, okay, yesterday, Sony uploaded a new trailer for okay. the interview after it had pulled the movie. Really? Right, because it's an automated feed or oh. whatever. So it was like time to yes. you know, have it. It's like, is nobody paying attention to these things? Can we then, this is a nice segue, I think. Yes. Yes. Tell, tell us a little story, Mr. Snyder, no, no, so, about l- Sony. Hey, I, I had a screening last night. I went and saw Leviathan, okay. which is a Sony Classics release mm-hmm. uh, coming out on Christmas Day in New York and December 31st in L.A. There you it go. It was, um, anyway, so I, I, I show up. I pull up to the gate. I'm like a pulling out my ID and he's just like you know go park there and then check in hmm. on the first floor so i go to the security thing on the so that's one gate i'm like now on the lot you're I'm on the lot on the lot okay you made so it so i have then i park and i go down into the first floor to get you know past the turnstiles okay and i'm ready to show id again and i'm just like here for the leviathan screen they're like oh go ahead and it's like wow two checkpoints no one's asking for my id i could be absolutely anybody i walked to the theater and as i was going into the theater a bunch of kids were coming out and they had just seen annie oh boy um so it was just like sony i have never gotten on a studio lot without showing id yeah and the fact that i'm getting on your lot when i got on your lot like at night <laughs> It blows my mind, and I don't know who is responsible for it. You fire your head of security, fire both those guards last night. I, I, it is mind-blowing. And then I asked everyone in the theater, and it wasn't just me. No one in the theater was asked to show ID. Yeah, I saw that. Your tweet, no one. Geez. I went row by row in this theater, and at least must have talked to 15, 20 people, and they were all like, nope, no ID. That's and then they all started talking me. about it. It is insane. That's insane to me, guys. Ooh. That's like... For me, that's that just screams stupidity. And yeah, somebody just wrote some people at Sony need to be fired. Let's start with security guards. I, th- I think th- there may be a time delay. I don't know if they heard all that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think yes. I think they'll get it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's they need to be fired. Or they need to step down and sort of take the hit for yeah. for a lot of people, other people. You know, especially when you've been using uh, a lot of other uh, your underlings and lower level employees as a shield for years. Yeah. Um, this, this is bad. Do you think? Do you think Pascal is out? Uh, Amy Pascal is the head of the studio. Uh, you know, her embarrassing emails came out. She then had to, you know, go hug Angelina Jolie, and had, there was that funny picture. I mean, yes, I do to answer your question, and and I wouldn't be surprised if Linton was out too. Yeah, I, there's something. 
there's something broken. Yeah. And uh, I and I I think all the movie studios but, are are. They, but it, you also don't you don't want to just like knock over you know the entire chessboard or whatever right. because this happened because it's true they are the victim. Yeah. Uh, and it would suck for all these people who have been good at their job for a long time and, and, and know how to make movies for yeah. them to lose their jobs over this. But yeah, something has to change over there. Yeah. Simple. I think that's what the, the, the hack did. It, it kind of uncovered. Wait, you got a good one? I just like Leo Silver is just like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Leo, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who cares? Uh, it's a lot of people do. I care, but yeah, it's, it's scary to, who cares is is it's like for me it's like I care so much about the movie industry and the movies that this is just rocks me to my right. core. It really does. It's true because I know that we talk about movies on the show and a little bit less about the business. This isn't a KCRW or whatever, right? But um, you know the business and how it's going to be affected by this is going to change the kinds of movies that you see, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, and I think uh, Stefan, how could the situation get worse in a nonviolent way? Uh, I think that's a great question. Um, in a nonviolent way, well, everything is changing now in the movie industry. The way the business—if we talk about the business behind the scenes—to get you a good movie is changing. Now, there's going to be differences uh, uh, in. There's going to be less emails. Apparently, more meetings are going to. They're going to take. Less risks. Every, yeah, exactly. Every idea is going to be scrutinized and be like, could we suffer damage because of this idea? Yeah. And, and you, sometimes the best art is dangerous. Yeah. And that's what scares me is that for an industry that's already not used to taking a risk, like they they need the bottom line met. They need to hit all the quadrants. They need to do all these things. So I think that the, it, it does have a freedom of speech kind of thing. It's like they're going to – they're not censor. But they will definitely think and and scrutinize every project that comes in. So that's how it can get worse. We might get less good movies out there. Uh, I I don't. I hope not. I I just. It's scary. What's the deal with apocalypse casting? Apocalypse casting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know, I, think, right? I, I think that they're still um, testing. I think that uh, decisions are probably going to be made after the holidays rather than before. Yeah. For for. for uh, you know some of the younger roles in Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, guys. I I was still thinking about the movie. In, I, I totally I totally changed. Uh, you changed. It. I'm, I'm. You know what? Let's do that though. Yeah. Let's talk about something fun. Like top ten lists. Top ten lists. Is it time? Let's I wish we had like a music cue for that. Like I know top ten lists. I should have done that. Hey, JT, do you have something? Do we have a hopeful news break before we do that? No, I wasn't. Okay. You know, sorry, guys. I, hopeful news break because. Drew was going to be on. Oh. It was going to be a packed show, and uh, you know, with all this Sony talk, and then our all three of our no top worries. ten lists. Right, so, so no, hopefully, how, how do we want to do this top ten list reveal? Me and okay. you. Okay. Do you want to go back and forth? Like sure. Ten let's, on down. Let's go back and forth. Ten on down. All right. I'm like sort of just committing to this on the fly, but we'll do it. Yeah. And and guys, why don't you drop in your uh, some of your comments? I'm looking at them now. I do see you know. The Viola Davis casting and Wonder Woman room and six different scripts being developed. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Let's hit that at the end of the show. Guys, I I see your comments. So best segue ever. Thank you. (laughs) That was was good. for. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff, you just got the best segue ever. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Um, Let's do top ten lists. And guys, if you're on YouTube and you're joining the live chat. Let me see your top ten list. Throw some of those out, and uh, let's uh, let's we'll read we'll read some of those. We'll we'll compare and contrast. But let's uh, start. You want me to start? Yeah, please. Okay, top ten. Number ten. Number ten. I have the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Wh- now, what did you love about it? It's 
Wes Anderson I love, okay? And I haven't I didn't love Moonrise uh, Kingdom. Okay. I just it just didn't do it for me. But this one when it came out, I missed it in the theater, but then I watched it as soon as it came out and I laughed my ass off. Ray Fiennes is brilliant in that movie. I just adored him in that movie. The quirkiness of this, I know some people don't like this movie. There, there are like I Ken Napsok like, said he's not writing anymore because of this movie. Right, right. And we, oh, I remember we talked about that. I, yeah. I again, I liked it. Um, I love Wes Anderson so much that I thought this was definitely one of his weaker movies. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. See, for me, it's it felt like a return to form for him. You know, it, it is one of those movies that I just adore. B. What's I give, that? A, I give it a B. B. That's a good. That's that's above average. So I'll take that. All uh, right. So number ten, Grand Budapest Hotel. We yes. should try and limit like maybe thirty seconds of Pete's talking. Let's or whatever. do it. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. At my number ten, I'm going for it. I'm gonna go with Cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills. Three. 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 Thrills was. Three. Three. Mills. Cheap Thrills. Uh. Is it. it you know, in the trailer, I think it was Variety's review or whatever. A thoroughly nasty piece of work. I, yeah. don't, I don't know who said it, but I completely agree. Have you seen it or heard no, of it? No, I've heard of it, but yeah. I haven't seen it. No, uh, honestly, of all the movies on my top ten, it it is actually the most perfect movie in that I really wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen it, try and you know, I mean, it's on iTunes. Check and track it down. It, it is. Uh, violent and crazy, but I I love it. And, you know, it's in, it's just in all the best ways it delivers. Oh, good! I love it, and I love you know what you're going to get two very different top ten lists. I I have a feeling very different. Yeah, because I I am still pretty pretty geeky, so I have some pretty geeky picks on here. All right, I'll go. We'll, we'll do we'll do snake. We'll do snake. Perfect. Number nine. Yes. Um, number nine is going to be the guest. Ooh, the okay. guest to me is the coolest movie of the year. Yeah, uh, Dan, I, I've heard you singing the, the it's yeah, crazy. It has the best soundtrack of the year. I, mm-hmm. I bought it again the other night on iTunes and watched it. It's just, it's just a great set that knows it, it, it knows exactly what it is. It's self aware. Again, uh, it's like the Terminator meets Halloween, and it's just. It's awesome. That's so, great. I want to see this. Snoot killing it. Yeah, I see. This is this is what's great. He's going to throw out some movies that I just haven't seen, and and so it's good to get these recommendations because I do trust your taste in movies very much. Thank you, thank you. If you like Drive, see the guest. Okay, and I do there like Drive. Go. All right, number nine for Mr. Riley. Number nine, Snowpiercer. I really like Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer yeah. was. One of my favorite, I mean, obviously top 10 list. It just surprised the hell out of me. I just, it, it was something that I started to hear and people I really adore and, and, and trust in their movie taste were like, you got to see this movie. You got to see this movie. And I saw the movie and I was just like, this is awesome. And it's saying something like there's like real. Yeah. Subtext. Absolutely. It's a little bit political. It's a little bit, it's funny as hell. I mean, Tilda Swint. Tilda's great. She's phenomenal in that Chris movie. Chris Evans is a badass. Chris Evans is a badass. The shots in that movie. I mean, the, Gorgeous. I just, He's a great director. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, who's the director again? It's, uh, Bong, isn't it? Yeah. Bong, Bong Jin Ho, right? No. Yeah. Right. Yep. JT, yep. do you know? Bong yeah. Jin Ho. Cause I know yeah. Yeah, that's your stuff, dude. I know you like that. I, uh, I don't forget a Bong, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't either. We know this for a fact. Read into that as you will. Um, good uh, good call. I good. like that call. Number, All right, number eight for you. Number eight is dun, da, 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 Gone Girl. Love Gone Girl. Great movie. Is that in your top ten? No, maybe. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay, maybe. <laughs> so, so, but you go ahead. Okay, Gone Girl for me was uh, one of Fincher's best, and uh, you know the the. It's uh, why am I blanking on her name? Rosamund Pike. Thank you. It's I'm tired. Um, Rosamund Pike is 
she's it's a star making performance she should get an oscar nom she was phenomenal it scared the hell out of me it's like the fatal attraction for me it was like it reminded me of fatal attraction it was these two people are just screwed in the head so gone girl absolutely number eight number eight for me the raid two yes <laughs> nicely done that's a great movie uh, just in a in, an incredible action movie yeah uh, as epic as the godfather part two mm-hmm. uh, in in its scope i watched it again this week mm-hmm. um it, the end of that movie had me on, it still had me on the edge of my seat and my palms were sweating like it's just some of the best action sequences you're gonna see uh, that that dude is just Gareth Evans is so talented. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just with the Ray two, I enjoyed the hell out of it too. Please don't remake it. Just just no scrap it all. So different than the Raid two, which is I really appreciated. That. Yeah, and just make make Raid three. Would you like to see a Raid three? Absolutely. Okay, I'm all for raids forever. Okay, good. But in 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 the same with the same director and, and all the same people, just don't <laughs> right. don't remake it, please. We have the good movie there. It's enough. Fine, move on. Okay. Um, number seven. Number seven. It's a bit of a cheat, but I still believe it counts. Okay. The Normal Heart. Ooh. On HBO. Yes. I can, I'll buy that. Two-hour movie? Yeah. It's a movie to me. I'd say it is a movie. Uh, devastating. Fantastic film. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo's excellent. Matt Bomer, uh, you know, shows that he can really act when he's given the, the chance and the material. Yeah. Um, I thought Julia Roberts was really good. I, it just, just a really powerful movie. Yeah. You know, not one that I'm going to revisit anytime soon. Uh, you know, it's a tough sit, but I think you have to see it. Yeah. The same way you have to see Schindler's List. And, yeah. Uh, you have to see 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. And those movies sit with you and they, they make you think. And that's what these movies, what we want to do in these movies. So exactly. good pick. So that's my seven. Go. Okay. Number seven for me, going to go geeky and guardians of the galaxy. Ooh. I mean, come on, you know, you went right to my heart with that one. Marvel. It's, it's a space fantasy that we haven't seen in a while. You just, you, you it, it was kind of taking a chance. You know, there's not a lot of, nobody really knew, including me. I'm like, who guardians of the what? And, you know, talking raccoon with a machine gun, I'm in. And the execution is brilliant. James Gunn knocked it out of the park. I can't wait for the sequels. Chris Pratt, star-making performance again. Love that movie so much. I could watch it a hundred times. I'm surprised it wasn't your number one. I, I know. I obviously I had a lot of fun with Guardians. Uh, it did not make my list this year. Yeah. Um, but I definitely appreciated it more than some of, you know, most of Marvel movies. Yeah. And yeah, Chris Pratt, he's the man. He is the man. Uh, what's your six? So my number six, again, I'm staying a little geeky, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Cool. Do you like Cool. <laughs> See, we're going to have different lists. No, but, yeah, definitely different different lists. But I, I mean, I, you, you're a very blockbuster-y kind of commercial fare. I am, and and that's that's why I'm including some of these, because I want more of these like blockbusters to, to do as well as they are doing or, or be executed. Oh, it, if blockbusters become as good as apes and, and guardians, like that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I loved, I mean, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. What, what can you say? Caesar and, and Toby Kebbell is, is, uh, I have definitely Co- one of the better summer movies. What guys, what's, what was Toby Kebbell's name again? Coba. 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 Thank you. Uh, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. All right. My six, um, is Selma. Oh yeah, God, I haven't seen it. 
Yeah, Selma's Selma's a great movie. I uh, really want to see it. I think Best Picture is between Boyhood and Selma. If mm-hmm. anything can beat Boyhood, it'll be Selma. Yeah, I, uh, David Yellow is fantastic, and that's just what I've heard. And and again, I'm a little, you know, I there's still movies I need to keep, catch up on, so yeah. that's one of them. A- Ava DuVernay uh, knocked it out of the park. Nice. So uh, see that you know it's going to be opening wide. It, it opens on Christmas Day, and then it's going to open wide, um, you know, in January around yeah. Martin Luther King weekend. So yeah, I I'm gonna I want to go see that on yeah, Christmas. Celebrate the holiday. With with that film yeah uh, number five yeah david fincher's gone girl nice there you go um, all right just the, the best bit of like kitschy pulp all year i thought fincher did a great job of elevating the material yeah rosamund pike is fantastic i, I would love to see her win the oscar just because i thought she kind of took some some big chances with this movie absolutely uh, but, but uh, you know the guy who gets lost in the shuffle and and underpraised affleck's fantastic thank you he's so for saying he's that. so perfect in this movie and he the casting is. is so brilliant like to, to think that anyone would ever argue with david fincher about casting blows my mind because this guy clearly has an eye for for talent whether it's christian stewart or rooney mara or you know so many examples of just perfect yeah he is perfect perfection and, and let's get off on uh let's get off the subject of ben affleck not being a good actor he is get yeah. used to it he's fantastic i'm so yep. glad you said and tyler that. perry the, the whole cast is really really good so yeah tyler uh, perry too gone girl yeah number five for you number five whiplash uh i just have i just have an actor to say and then i'm gonna move on jk simmons just that's all he needs to say guys he's gonna win that oscar I, he should in my opinion and that's all i'll say it's it's a hard movie to watch but it like he fascinated me well since, since we're since we're going uh we'll, we'll, we'll break the order in just a second sure number four for me whiplash yeah. nice there you go Nice. Yes. We're close. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Whiplash is a movie I've seen like four or five times now. Really? The ending still plays. Um, <sighs> it's an incredible ending. JK is, is amazing and is going to win an Oscar and, and Miles is, is equally impressive. Uh, he, he blew me away. As Again, well. yeah. This, this talk of Miles Teller being a bad actor. See Whiplash. Like we're in good hands. I I've seen some people say that when they're talking. Well, they're judging him on like that awkward moment or some yeah, and see that's why I'm saying. And it's usually the Fantastic Four haters. Like, why is Miles Teller as as Reed Richards? Just go see Miles Teller was was heralded in his first performance, Rabbit Hole. I mean, that's right. Like we were introduced to this guy as like he's going to be a great actor. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. So, anyways, that that was my four, and Dam- Damien Chazelle, obviously a major, major filmmaker to watch. Um, yeah, absolutely, big, destined for big things. Your number four. My number four is going back geeky, but this one really hit me hard at how well and how much it, it just kicked ass. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Just, I love it. Again, I'm I'm the blockbuster <laughs> a very guy. Very different list. It's a very different list. So, and it's very high up there. It's number four for me. Uh, we might we might agree with my next three, but. Captain America the Winter Soldier, what I admired about that movie is it became a spy thriller with a superhero. I forgot I was watching a superhero movie, and then not only that, they just basically took a, a flamethrower to the Marvel uh, universe and changed it up. I admire that. I had a hell of a good time. One of my favorite movies of the year. A very a very good uh, summer movie again. Sure. Uh, definitely one of Marvel's better ones, but yeah. n- not, not- uh, appropriate for, for a list as important as, as mine. <laughs> um, number three. Me? Yep. Okay. Boyhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to see my taste in the prestige fair oh, okay. in the next Great. two. Um, yeah, Boyhood is, 
I think it should win. I, even though I have two top uh, two above that, I think Boyhood is across the board one of the best movies I've ever seen. Just wow. I just admire the filmmaking of it that it took 12 years. Was it right? Yeah. 12 years. Ethan Hawke, I think, is just so – he's not getting the love that I want him to get. I just love him. I know Patricia Arquette is getting a lot of love, which deservingly so. But this movie just – I just loved it. So um, I really liked Boyhood. It's, it's at the top of sort of the next tier of movies for me. Mm-hmm. I just – I think – if it wasn't made in 12 years, you know, would we still be talking about that story? That story, um, Maybe. performances are all amazing. It is an achievement. And if it wins best picture, I won't be, you know, too disappointed, but, yeah. um, it did not make my top 10. My number three okay. is Foxcatcher. Oh, Foxcatcher, uh, blew me away. I think it's an incredible, incredibly made, well made movie. Uh, three fantastic performances at the center. If you haven't seen Foxcatcher, I don't know what more I can say about it. And you know what? I, I, I just, I'm going to out myself. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I got to see it. It's, it's, it is a wild story and they toned it down for the movie. That's what I heard. Yeah. And I, I'm hearing a lot of, I mean, obviously Steve Carell, I'm hearing a lot of praise Channing Tatum, but I'm also hearing Mark Ruffalo is just. Ruffalo is my favorite in the movie. Yeah. Family hated the movie. Really? Couldn't stand it. Yeah. Um, you know, they thought literally people were like, that was garbage. And I was like, how am I related to you? <laughs> no, I, um, I, I've heard nothing but good things. So yeah, that was my number three. Number okay. two, uh, Life Itself. Life Itself. The Roger Ebert documentary. I Absolutely. started watching that on Netflix and then I fell asleep, not because of okay. the movie. But he was tired. I was just tired. Um, you know, obviously, we love movies. Roger yeah. Ebert, uh, no one loved movies more than Roger Ebert. Uh, seeing what he went through, you know, health-wise and his courage, uh, you know, through that struggle. Just one of the most powerful moving st- films I've ever seen uh, and definitely one of the best of this year. So, you know, if you're shy of documentaries, this is the one to cure your problem with yeah and especially for you movie lovers out there guys i yeah i've heard nothing because now i gotta see it yeah i mean well there's there's like eight movies on your list that i i think i need to see now um, your number two my number two is nightcrawler is that never on your, heard of it is that ever is that even close on your list Didn't i make hate it. you yeah no it, uh well we'll talk it is number one it is number one on my list oh so now let's talk nightcrawler go just jake gyllenhaal man this guy I'm sorry. This guy is brilliant. Yeah, performance of the year. I'm so glad SAG and Golden Globes have been have noticed. Uh, you know, I don't I don't need to say anymore. I've already said enough it's, on the subject. It's 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 watching that movie. I was just like I couldn't turn away. I was like, right. and and every time Gyllenhaal came on, I was like, oh god. And his his with Renee Russo, some of those scenes, a fearless performance. Something yeah. you know on a. a Close to a level, at least, of De Niro and Taxi Driver. Yes, thank you. Um, it's a creepy movie, too, guys. It, it, it stayed with me since I saw it, you know, just before Toronto. Yeah, so. and it really made me look at the kind of uh, number the, one the press a little bit differently. I mean, not pre- would you call him press? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it, maybe I related to it because of that. Because that somewhere, some part of me feels yeah. like a nightcrawler sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it app, just, app title? Just r- ruthless perfect. character. So, so that's your number two, and and hit end end this all with your number one, Birdman. Birdman. Okay. Birdman, man, that movie. I just, and just I, for me, it's the 
best movie, obviously number one, because of Keaton's performance, because of the supporting uh, characters and the direction. Like I was trying to, because I already had gone into the movie knowing that it looks like one fluid shot. So I was trying to catch all the the editing tricks that they did. Mm -hmm. And I really couldn't, because you know why? Because it just sucked me in. Yeah. Now, Birdman and Boy, like those two were the top of the next tier for me. Yeah. Um, I just, there was something about Birdman maybe at, at the end where I, I kind of got lost or something or Really? Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's Fan- an ending that lets the audience kind of decide what happened. Fantastical realism is, is tricky to pull off. Yeah. Uh, I I thought the movie it, it's wickedly funny. Yeah. Uh, and the performances like that ensemble is probably the best of the year. Absolutely. Um, Emma Stone and, I just, and I Edward just didn't Norton love were, it. I, you didn't I, love I, it, but but I totally respect it as as your number one choice of the year. Yeah. And that'll do it for our top ten fo- uh, list, folks. And thanks for for giving us yours. Yeah, guys. So what what are some of your top tens? We we we're looking at. I see number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number one, Nightcrawler. Let's see. Still need to see Birdman. Yep. Captain America, number one. Uh, Carlo says Captain America is number one. Okay. We're getting it good across the board. I mean, guys, this is... Uh haven't seen Still Alice yet. Plan on seeing it. <laughs> JT, have you seen Still Alice? Yeah, I know. I I <laughs> want to see. JT, what's wrong I, with you? I respond. I still haven't seen it, but I hear Julian Moore is a lock for Oscar. Uh, I think I think that she will win. I do not think that she's a lock, but I think that she will win. Who's your biggest competition in your opinion? I think Reese, but but I think Rosamond is the type of dark horse that I could actually see winning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hope so. I'm, I'd like to see her have more of a, like a presence on the campaign trail. She doesn't seem to be out there, and in, in, at least in the way that like Reese is. Yeah, and that, Reese wants it bad. Yeah, well, is well, I haven't seen Wild. Two. Is Wild any good? Wild is very. I really liked Wild. Good, I, and I, I would have no problem with her winning. Okay, uh, I would. Yeah, I thought Reese was terrific. So great. All right, guys, still coming. Gone Girl is number one. Very cool. What were the things that we wanted to talk about at the end of the show? Because we, oh, yeah. we, we have like a few minutes. Yeah, so guys, um, we have a few minutes. Why don't you throw in some, I know, uh, Viola Davis casting, if the, that's the, happening or not. The thing is that they're behind, I think. A, a they are They are behind. I, I don't know. but um, Yeah. I know, yeah. What did Viola- you guys think of Wild Captain America? Okay, so we're, we're a little behind, guys, on the, the on Viola the Davis casting, um, we will see if that works out. Yeah, it's it's Latina Review, right? They dropped that that scoop. Yeah, and and listen, I have always thought if the role goes to anybody, it was always going to be Viola. Um, I don't know how close she is to signing a deal. I think that the TV show is a serious obstacle. But right. uh, you know, if they don't get her, it'll be Octavia Spencer. So you know, that's my pick. Actually, is I wanted Octavia. She's got a little, she's got a little more sass. Yeah, I love her sass. Um, and I still I still wouldn't hate seeing Oprah in there. Oh, it's not gonna be Oprah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. But uh, but yeah. No. Hopefully, you know. uh, According to Latino Review, hopefully Viola Davis can sign a deal. Yeah, she'd be great. And my managing editor wrote an article about it, and uh, in in his enthusiasm, wrote Viola Davis cast as uh, Amanda. What? what, uh, I'm blanking on Amanda Waller. Waller. Thank you. Uh, With an exclamation point and a question mark because he was so excited and. Somebody out there in in the movie press attacked him for that title, which I thought was a freaking vicious stupid. Group. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention vicious names because and I I just don't I just don't like that. I mean, it's like just get off your soapbox. It's just stop. Who cares if you put the freaking? It's it, it's I know it's not happening. Maybe if you read the article, he would say. <laughs> He said it, it she, she's she's in talks but it it's an ex, 
it's a statement that's excitement. It has a question mark Riley's on it. Riley's eyes are burning with fire right now. I, I did almost rant because it really upset me because this guy is a huge guy what? in the press and he's attacking my writer. What else was the other? Um, is there anything else other than? Yeah, what? Uh, J.K. Simmons and Skull Island. That's cool. Yeah, I, I love I, it. I didn't know about that. I yeah, about that. I cool. mean, um, Skull Island. It's like I'm, you know, me and my blockbuster. Who's fair. directing that again? I don't know. <laughs> Who is Neither it? Do I. Uh, Skull Island, uh, isn't, well, isn't Max, uh... I, I can't remember. Uh, Max, uh... We... <laughs> What's that? Is this time we're accurate, JT? Yeah, what, are we done? <laughs> got three minutes. Okay. Hey, three okay. minutes. Let's just find the, uh, Skull Island director. Um, Jordan Vote roberts Oh, yeah, no, I forgot Jordan was doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, really like him. Um, I think I think it'll be cool. Yeah, and Max Borenstein, uh, who wrote Godzilla, is writing it, so he's he's in his wheelhouse. It's better written than that. Yeah, I mean, I liked Godzilla. Um, you know, let I, me let me ask you: Would you be surprised to have Godzilla show up on Skull Island? No, I think it's going there. Yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna look. We'll it's see. it's legendary. Moved over to Universal. Um, well, well Godzilla is not leaving Warner Brothers yet. No, 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 no. So, but I think it would be an interesting possibility. I think. Look, Godzilla and King Kong have already met. You know, in the in the previous uh, old uh, Godzilla movies, one of my favorites. I, I watch that movie all the time. If I was Universal and Warner Brothers. I'd, yeah. I'd go, I, go right down the middle. On I a deal would too. And hey, guys, make that movie. Everybody's everybody's you know forget Pacific Rim too. I don't need to see kaiju's. I want to see those two. I, I don't want to see Kong and Godzilla go at it. Yeah. See, the thing is, I do I do love Kong, and I think it's going to be in the universe of Peter Jackson's remake. Um, Kind of obviously, I think, because it's, you know, it's, it's same, same studio. It's the prequel. So I'm excited. The, the fact that they got JK, I mean, he's blowing up because he is going to get an Oscar nom. So everybody's coming after him. I think he brings some, uh, some, some gravitas, gravitas to the proceedings. So, um, what else, guys? We got maybe one minute left. Godzilla versus Jaegers. No, we don't want that. Um, Andy, sorry, Carlo. <laughs> I just didn't like Pacific Rim that much. Um, Hopefully they could do a better one uh, with Pacific Rim 2. But, you know, we'll see. just wasn't for me. I know a, guy, a lot of you guys liked it. Um, so maybe last comment. Uh, what am I looking at here? How about, ooh, somebody said Riley Rant. Yeah, I almost ranted, guys, but I stopped myself. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Jeff, before, to close it out? Andy Circus's comments on Star Wars or Batman versus Superman teaser? I know you probably don't want to talk about either. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, call, let's call it a year, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Wonder Woman. Script. Thank you for watching this year. Uh, it's meant a lot to me. Yeah, guys. You know, you've really embraced this show, and thank you for that. And if you haven't already done so, please go to iTunes and subscribe, comment, share with your friends. Um, you keep us going here. It's so awesome. Now that we have the live show, thank you for commenting and joining us. Are we going to be doing this live every week? Yeah, now it's live. Oh my god, this was really fun, I'll guys. My hair. I really appreciate this. I didn't. I was like personally thinking it's nine a.m. It's Meet the Movie Press. Like, does, does anybody care? And you do. Look at all these comments. I love it. Thanks, guys. Schmoville, you turned out today. Did us proud. Yeah, this could be cool going forward. Absolutely, guys. Happy holidays. Have a happy new year. Uh, stick to those resolutions this year, folks. Absolutely. Movies and um, we'll, we'll see Jeff you next Snyder year. for the rap. Yep, and Mark Riley for uh, uh, schmozno.com. God, I'm that's Signing that kind of day. Signing off on 2014. See you later, guys. See you next year.
Popcorn producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.